2022 is going to be a great year for real estate. But if you haven't started yet, if you are still very new or very early in your property investing career, my message to you is just start by doing what's necessary. And what's necessary is education. All right. And this is the right place to be learning because I'm giving you a lot of information based on not my opinion, but based on data. My name's PK and I'll be talking about 2022 outlook for the property, the Australian property market. We're talking about four trends, four things to look out for in 2022, and also five ways or five tips or five tricks so you can actually make the most of it in your wealth creation this year. Do you want to achieve wealth and passive income through property investing? PK Gupta, host of Oz Property Investment Mastery, will help you achieve passive income by buying top 5% growth and positive cash flow property and building a portfolio using data without you wasting months of time doing research, spending weekends at inspections, or dropping ten dollars to $20,000 on buyer's agents each time. So if you are confused and overwhelmed by the amount of contradictory information available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. The number one trend or one number one outlook I want to talk about in 2022 is continued price growth. Now, a lot of people still think, have I missed the boat? Was 2021 the best year to invest in property? I can tell you the answer is yes. And the answer is no. If you're looking to invest in Sydney, the answer is yes, you've missed the boat. <laughs> that was 2021. Doesn't mean it's going to fall, but just not grow as much. In 2022, there will be areas like Brisbane that will grow even more than what they did last year. I know you're probably thinking, how is that possible? <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. So I'm not seeing that overall national growth will exceed 2021. And the predominant reason for that is the national National growth is heavily weighted by Sydney Melbourne growth, right? Because they're where the most properties are sold, the highest value properties, and you know, it's a from a weighted index perspective, the national property market is you know skewed towards what happens in Sydney or Melbourne. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other areas across Australia that have much more growth in 2022 that will grow more than 2022 than 2021. It's just that you won't see it in the national statistics. So national statistics will see 2022 grow less than 2021, but still grow. And just so you know, at the start of 2021, you can go back to my videos on that. I predicted a growth rate of between 25 and 30% for 2021, which is exactly what we saw. I'm predicting right now in 2022, a growth rate nationally of close to 20%. Might be a little bit more, might be a little bit less, but that's what it's going to be according to my calculation, unless something, you know, catastrophic happens, which, you know, can't be predicted. Now, the second trend or second outlook or second thing you need to know about 2022 is that regional migration is slowing. Right. What we saw in COVID is that people were leaving Melbourne, leaving Sydney to go to the regions because now they can work remotely and the houses are less cheap or less expensive, I should say, more affordable. That natural you know, thrust of people leaving big capital cities is naturally going to slow down. Now, does that mean that regional areas are now going to pop? Does that mean that regional 
locations will drop in price? Absolutely not. Don't get the two things confused. Regional migration away from capital cities will carry on in 2022, but the rate of migration will slow down. That doesn't mean the population of regional towns and regional centers, you know, population of 50 to 500,000 500, people will drop. It just won't grow at the same pace. But what we're seeing in so many of these areas, you know, for example, Warrnambool, is that supply is so constricted that, you know, for example, in, in Warrnambool and in Shepparton and in other places like that, they just don't have enough council zoning permission, enough people looking to build out supply, build out houses to accommodate the existing people, what to speak of future people. Now, that's a generalization, but the point is that supply is constricted in many of these regional areas. So many of these regional areas will actually outperform that prediction of about 20% growth, national growth rate in 2022. They'll actually achieve 30%, 40%, 50%. And, and that's just a, a really, really good thing for both property investors and also renters, because in many of these regional locations, it's almost impossible to find a rental property. If you're a renter, there's just no supply. So they need investors to come in and invest so that they can actually have housing to live in. It's a, it's a big social problem. The third outlook or the third thing that you need to, you want to be aware of in 2022 is that rents, I touched upon this just a second ago, rents will start skyrocketing. Now, what you're seeing in places like Bundaberg and, and other places as well is that, you know, people are literally living in camps, in tents. Now, why is that? Is because it's so hard to find a rental property. And especially if you're a new renter, you don't have much history. You know, people are needing to pay six months in advance, 12 months in advance, a lot of their rent in advance just to be considered for that rental property. Now, that amount of renters is just going to increase as immigration starts in a year or two. What that means is that the laws of supply and demand suggest that rents will increase. So in places across the nation, especially regional areas, there's going to be a huge increase in rents. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, my clients have already achieved a 50 to $150 per week rent rise this year, um, you know, at the start of 2022 or at the end of 2021 versus 12 months ago. They've already achieved that. That will continue to accelerate. So if you already have an investment property, it's going to be happy days because that passive income story will just get, get bigger and bigger and bigger. What that means also for those who haven't yet got investment properties is don't just take the yield at face value. You know, even if you're just getting a yield of four and a half percent, which by the way is probably on the lower end of what my clients achieve, you know, that is going to become five percent or five and a half percent as this rental tight market plays out over the next 12 months. Rents will definitely rise predominantly for detached freestanding houses, less so for townhouses, apartments. Of course, this is a generalization, but I'm just talking national property market right now. Um, the fourth thing you need to be aware of, the fourth thing you need to look out for in 2022 in the Australian property market is that the migration from Melbourne, the migration from Sydney up 
towards Queensland and west towards South Australia, towards WA, will continue to fire, okay? So it will continue to increase. So many people, like 70,000 people, I think, in 2021, migrated away from Melbourne. Where did they go? I can tell you they didn't really go to Sydney. They went predominantly to Queensland. Same with Sydney, right? So places like the Gold Coast, I think, will have at least another 10 or 15% increase in price. Places like Brisbane, I just mentioned, will go up by another 20%. And the thing is, when, when I'm using these averages, when I'm making these, you know, generic statements, these are broad brush you know, statements. There are going to be suburbs in Brisbane that will rise by 30 or 40% in 2022. There will be suburbs in the Gold Coast that don't just rise by 10%, that rise by 30% or 25% in 2022. In regional areas in Queensland, like, and I'm not saying you can just blindly go off and invest in any of these, but in places like Bundaberg, in places like Toowoomba, in places like Gympie, in places like Mackay, places like Cairns, increasingly so places like Townsville, you know, you're actually getting a lot of migration from Brisbane, from the southern states into these areas. And they're all going to rise. There are going to be suburbs within each of these areas, believe it or not, that will rise by 10, 20, 30 percent in value in 2022. And I want you to hold me to account. You know, when I do my Melbourne predictions, when I do my Sydney predictions, when I do my Brisbane predictions, regional predictions, video by video, and I did them in 2021, go back and listen to them. Go back and watch them. See how those suburbs that I mentioned in Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane, etc. See how they actually performed. I can tell you, I'll save you some time. On average, they performed between 30 and 50% in 2021. All right, that's because the averages are the averages. There are suburbs that do better, suburbs that do worse. And we want to select the best suburbs. It's not about selecting the city or town you want to invest in. More importantly, it's about selecting the suburb. And even more so, the right street or the right pocket of that suburb, that is what gets you those elite. That is what gets you those superior results over just everyone else. Okay, so that's the that's the fourth trend, and I just I just want to make a mention that Perth, you know, it's it's open knowledge, it's common knowledge that we've been investing there for a year now. Those house prices in Perth, it's masked by the average Perth growth rate. Actually, places down south in Perth, near the north in Perth, they've already risen 20, 25 percent 2021. That will continue into 2022. But the better news story for some of these areas is that rents will rise dramatically um, because of that rental crisis. Okay, so those are the four trends for outlook for things that you need to be aware of in 2022. Now the five tips or the five tricks how you can actually capitalize, you know, all of this theory is, I mean, it's great armchair philosophy, another expert PK telling you what's what and there's a million experts in Australia, right? What does this mean? How can you actually make the most of it? How can you overcome your lethargy, perhaps overcome your lack of confidence, overcome the the confusion, the misinformation online, actually do something about it, right? The first tip is to be borderless, okay? I know most of you, and I'm audience, most of you are based in Sydney, most of you are also in Melbourne, 
don't invest in Sydney. Don't invest in Melbourne. The best areas in 2022, the ones that will grow double digits and beyond, or not beyond, not triple digits, but you know what I mean, more than just 10%, you know, 20%, 30% are areas outside of Sydney, areas beyond Melbourne. And the other thing is, like, if you're living in Sydney, Melbourne, you're going to be needing to buy a negatively geared property in Sydney, Melbourne. Look outside your backyard, guys. Look to Brisbane. Look to Perth. Look to Adelaide. Look to these regional locations. I mean, there's probably about 10, 15 regional locations that are worthwhile investing in all states and territories except Tassie and Northern Territory right now. Okay, so, you know, be a borderless investor. And I'll get to how in a second without needing to splash out an advice agent. The second tip is to follow the data, don't follow your heart. Okay, so your heart might say to, you know, invest in this place in Sydney, which has just gone up like 50% in the last two years, like Box Hill or Scope, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Western Sydney, the whole airport story, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You might think, hey, why not just buy an apartment? <laughs> All right, I'll get to that in a second. Don't follow your heart. And if I can be as audacious to say, don't follow your friends, okay? I may or may not be your friend, but follow the data. Don't follow your colleagues. Don't follow what Channel 7, Channel 9, what the banks are saying. Follow the data. Data is not hard to follow. Anyone can do it. But that is how to be clinical and make sure you don't make mistakes. I know you guys are afraid of making mistakes. Um, you know, the best way not to make a mistake in location selection is to follow the data. Just take your own opinion, chuck it in the wind, out the window, put it in the bin and be objective. You know, don't trust yourself blindly. Don't just trust someone else blindly. Follow the data. That goes for me as well, by the way. The number three tip or trick so you can make the most of this continued property boom in 2022 is to diversify. Even if, right, even if you've selected the best property in let's say Northern Adelaide last year and you've made already $150,000 off a base of 300 or 350, which was quite common for my clients or even non-clients who were investing in these best locations in North Adelaide. Don't just buy another property in North Adelaide. You know, I mean, buy one in South Adelaide or buy one in Brisbane. Same goes for like a, a regional location. Let's say you invested in Orange or Dubbo two years ago or last year, you've made 100, 200K. It's been positive cash flow the whole time. Don't just buy another one in Orange or don't just buy another one in, you know, Dubbo. Diversify. No one can predict the future. I can't either. The data gives us the best chance to see what is most likely to happen in the future, but no one has a crystal ball. And so the principle, the fundamental principle of any good investment thesis is to diversify because there can always be a spanner in the works, there can always be a curveball, there can always be a red herring that disturbs what we thought would happen. Okay, so diversify, don't put your all your chips in one basket, all your eggs in one basket. And the the fantastic benefit of diversifying, like let's say my portfolio, for example, is that even if Brisbane doesn't grow, my properties in Victoria will grow regional. Even if um, uh, New South Wales doesn't grow, my properties in Brisbane will grow. There will always be a time over the next 10, 20, 30 years that one of my properties at least will be growing because I've spread my capital like peanut butter on, on bread you know, evenly across Australia. That is a sound principle and I highly recommend it. The fourth tip or trick that you should be aware of 
is to avoid apartments. Now, I'll be honest, apartments are going to rise very significantly in value in 2022, whether it's Brisbane, whether it's Sydney, whether it's Melbourne, or some regional large locations like Geelong or Newcastle, Gold Coast. You know, townhouses, villas, apartments, they will rise. Even the worst apartment in a hundred, you know, floor, high-rise apartment, um, you know, tower, that will rise too. The reason, there's a huge price disparity between houses now and attached dwellings like apartments. So that is going to catch up, especially when international students start coming in, when migration comes in, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But why am I telling you to not make money in apartments when it's there to be made? The reason is that in a year's time, in two years' time, in three years' time, a lot of developers will see that this price movement is occurring. They'll apply for development approvals from local councils. They'll pump money into building thousands of new apartments and then again for the next five years apartment prices will mellow out or potentially drop vacancy increases you know this is the very cyclical nature of apartments and they don't therefore generally speaking make for good long-term investments okay so you know even though there's money to be made right now by buying an apartment for let's say 500k in Parramatta or 600k or 700k or 800k in Parramatta or places like that, I highly, highly, highly discourage it. It will not be great, most likely, in the long term, and there are high vacancy rates still, plus it will most likely be negatively geared. You just don't need to do that. Land appreciates, buildings depreciate. The fifth tip or trick I want to hammer home so you can make the most of this continued property boom in 2022 is to get educated. You know, you know you're spending $300,000, you're spending $400,000, you're spending $500,000, dollars $700,000. It's too much money to just go off an opinion that someone said this suburb is going to boom on a Facebook group. It's too much money to just go off what I or someone else has mentioned as a good location or good suburb on a YouTube video. It's too much money to just go up flippantly of sorts. You heard an expert say on a podcast or on an article, etc., etc., etc. Get educated, get educated, get educated. Now, if you already have a number of properties, you already are educated, then you're already educated. Go off and do it yourself. But Education is so important. You do not need a buyer's agent. I know what you're thinking. You're like, I'm not super experienced in property, PK. I'm lacking confidence. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't have much time. I know buyer's agents are expensive. Why not just, you know, go off, you know, kind of stomach that $15,000 buyer's agent fee and just let them do the hard work and sleep easy at night. Okay, why not? What's wrong with that? Number one, you're going to have to spend 15k on every single property for your rest of your life unless you get educated, all right? And that adds up to being literally $50,000, $150,000 over the course of a portfolio. Number two, you're still trusting someone else. Now, there are good buyers agents who follow data, and then there are not so good buyers agents, often those who specialize in a city, and they're going to buy in that city or that part of that city regardless of whether it's going to boom or bust because that's where they operate all right so you're blindly putting trust in someone else number three is that it doesn't actually take much time to learn you know 
I can just tell you exactly where to buy, but I don't want you to trust me either blindly. To learn the data doesn't actually take more than three or four hours. You can do this. You just need to look at, you know, 10, 20, 30 factors. If it's systemized, anyone can do this. It's actually not rocket science. Okay, that's number three. And the fourth thing is, you know, you might be thinking, even if I figured out where to buy, even if I've figured out um, you know, that this is the best location for me. I don't have confidence to actually pull the trigger. That's where mentoring comes in, all right? That's where support, hand-holding, guide comes into play, all right? So that's what I offer. I don't want you to see this as a sales pitch. There are plenty of good buyer's agents. I actually encourage you to try do it yourself if you can, but if you can't, for the reasons that we've discussed, then, you know, it just makes sense if you want to build a portfolio to get educated. It's not hard. In fact, I'll, I'll share with you, um, I'll share with you that sometimes I get messages, DMs from people who follow my content saying that, you know, PK, I um, have followed your free content on podcasts, on YouTube, on the Facebook group, you know, and I've heard you talk about Adelaide a lot and I bought a property in Adelaide without actually using your services and it's gone up $100,000 positive cash flow. Thank you so much, but I'm still not confident for my next one. All right. I'm still not sure whether the one I bought is now going to drop in price, even though it's gone up $100,000. I'm still not sure how to diversify and buy the next one somewhere else. Right. So even though I provide so much free content and you could probably take my content and buy a property, like I'm just being honest here, but to actually be serious, to actually be you know, determined, to actually make real money in a predictable manner, you do need a system. And that system is priceless. Education is priceless. All right. So you don't need a BA. You can do it yourself with some education and mentoring. So those were the four trends that we'll see in 2022. Those were the five ways you can make the most of actually capitalizing on the continued property boom in 2022. And Probably the last thing I'll say is like 2021, in 2022, there will be lots of scaremongering by banks, by the media, by APRA. People will tell you that interest rates are rising, property prices are going to come down. People will say that, you know, this new wave, there'll be more and more waves of COVID that's going to bring the economy down. There's going to be all these naysayers, just like people said that once JobKeeper finished, there'll be a a price plummet, just like the banks predicted a 30% price drop in residential housing in 2020-2021, just like they said that when APRA would come in late last year in 2021 and, you know, screw um, investors, you know, tighten the screws in terms of their lending capability that would cause the property market to just come down. There will always be naysayers. See through that. It's like, you know, there's like you're going into a forest, right? And it's very lush and it's nighttime and you can't really see anything. And there's just this fog. This is fog everywhere and you can hear the lions roaring. You can see, hear the, the jackals squealing and you, you're kind of frightened, right? You just don't know what to do. That's what the property market, that's what property investing can sometimes come across as. But when the sun comes up, when that fog dissipates, when you realize that that squealing was just a bird perched up on the top end of a tree, you know, your confidence increases, your your demeanor becomes more rigid, you are breathing a sigh of relief, and you can be laser focused, okay, 
Be laser focused in 2022. Don't let those lions, that fog, that darkness of the naysayers who will say that it's not a good time to buy property. Don't let them fool you. Okay, that's my advice because I can tell you there is money to be made in 2022, 2023, 2024, etc., etc. There is money to be made. And if you're not investing, regardless if you do it through me or not, you are literally, you know, throwing money in the bin. That's literally what you're doing. You're taking your savings and you're putting them in the bin because there's so much money to be made and you're not doing it. All right. So I hope you do do it. My name's PK. Catch you later, guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.